Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic deal. My name is Steve. And my name is Dan. Welcome to episode 159, Heroes of Noise. We're back. Did we take last week off, Steve? We did, huh? It's already been like a... It's out of my memory now. But yeah, we, we skipped last week. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. How are you doing? Steve, how are you? I am doing mighty well. I am I am glad that uh, we're back in action, handling that old business. Wonderful, uh, uh, wonderful graduation season finally over, and uh, the kids are getting ready to be on their, their way. Almost done, man. Graduation's coming up on the 9th. We got prom this weekend. But after that... My girl is like, she's, she's dipping. Dude. She's going to be gone. In August, right? In uh, September. Oh. In September. So we got some time. Yeah. It, it, I will be ready. You want me to send you some tissues? Oh, bro. It's been... <laughs> I've been a mess lately, man. She came in one day. This is like three nights ago. I said one day, but it was like three nights ago. She came in and she'd just gone to the store and she had bought a bunch of makeup. And all she did was sit down and just take out her makeup, to talking to Gail, like, I got this for this, and this is what I got. And my ass is just tearing up right in front of her. Just because I'm Oh, like, yeah, come on. I know. It's terrible. Hi, that's everyone. Beautiful. If you haven't listened, I'm a huge pussy. Nice to no, meet you. No, that's beautiful. Yeah. It's uh, it's going to be hard. And I don't like to like guilt her into it. She's probably hearing every word I'm saying right now. But it's like, I don't like to make her feel guilty about leaving because I'm super proud of her and I want her to go. But it's like, oof, man, that's my oh, baby dude. girl right there. Ever so often, I look up on the walls of Maj's old pictures. Oh, dude. Dude, it's 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 a weird time for me right now, and I Tell just have, and he's it. fine, he's ready, <laughs> he's like yeah, no big deal. <laughs> As our kids, they're like yeah, it's time for us to see the world, but we, I mean, for us, it's just uh, it's we. I'm so happy, and I know that within, I mean, from what I've been told, they're like within a week things start settling, you'll be fine. I'm like a week, yeah, yeah we'll be fine. Yeah, are they're you like, gonna cry? Do you think you'll, you'll cry? Yeah, I'm for not sure. in front of him. No, I hope not. No, and then I'll just give him a hug and, and dip back home. And I might not. It might be a situation of I thought I was going to, but on the way back home, I'll say I'm more just proud that he's doing it. Once I get the first text, the text that everything's going well, it's over. I'll be like, okay, he's now. It's now. It's there. It's he's fine. But I, I think in my brain it's going to be bad. But when it actually happens, I'll be like, he's fine. Hey, aren't you supposed to be going to Hawaii for another college? Yeah, for Cam's uh, drop-off. And when's this happening? That's in August. You're going to Hawaii in August, brother. Nice. For like four days, five days. Good for you. That's fantastic, man. And then I'm going to, but what I'm going to have to go there for a longer time to chill with my homie. Oh, so the homie's not going to get the trip this time. He's not. We are. I'm still, I'm going to go over there, but it's not going to be as, as much as, because he also works. Um, at the Kaiser out there, actually. And All you gotta so, do is um, tell him to take some time off, man. Oh, dude, he's not. He's. Is not he that, like you? He refuses to take time off, dude. He'll work t- like sixteen hours straight. This is his thing. And uh, but I will at least go over there, check out the house, check out his, you know, say hi to the wife and chill. And because uh, the dropping cam off is only gonna take like a day, but uh, I'll be there to support her. Her mom's not gonna. She, she's not gonna do well. It's another state across water. Across. The water. How is how's uh, your wonderful wife doing with all this? Oh, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good at all. 
<laughs> it's seriously, dude. And if I don't cry from like the initial reaction, I'll cry watching her cry because it's going to be like there's already a lot of tears being shed right now. And I'm hoping by the time we get to September, we'll probably be all dry. You know? What about because, like God. during when, when they announced her name? How were you guys? Bawling? Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. That's June 9th. Yeah, man. I'm oh, not you're doing gonna well. be, dude. No, but it's gonna be such a like when they announce her for valedictorian, dude. Holy just, crap! No, I mean I'm I'm bursting with pride, bro. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> this isn't a parental kids. show, though. This is just you know crazy kids, ladies and gentlemen. You'll have them one day. We got a lot of young and youthful listeners out there. They haven't procreated yet. No, you know but if I mean? they they're, do want to tell their you best about lives, doing fun stuff, you know, I, which what percentage of our listeners do you think have children? Hmm. Like seven. I huh? would say like like ten <laughs> percent. Yeah, most people don't. <laughs> We've got you know what's funny is that I think we have some older listeners though. Do we? Yeah, I think so. They like it because we're old too, so they listen. They're so, younger though. I think we're the older of our of the listeners. I think I'm older than Bucks. Nope, you're not. Huh. Bucks is, uh, I'm not giving his age, but he's significantly older than you. He does not look. Not it. significantly. That sounds bad. He's older than me. Let's put it that way. He, he does not look a day no. over no, 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 30, no. 29, 30. Not Jay Bizzle. I haven't no, talked to that not. guy for a while. Hey, Johnny Bucks. How you doing, man? You said you've talked to him for a while? I haven't. I've been, oh. I've, the last few weeks, and I've, I'm not going to re- keep repeating myself, but it's just been so busy. And I've been piss poor with contact and people. I have turned down like going on to podcasts and stuff like that. It's just been too much. So really kind of just been into the family unit and just taking care of us over the last few weeks. But it's getting better now. I actually got to watch stuff this week, Steve. Lots of it. Which is amazing. I watched so much shit. I don't even know if I remember it all. Also, I got to apologize to the listeners. The reason it's going to be a short show today is, is on me. I got out of something later than I thought I was going to get out of something. And uh, that's so it's my fault. And Dan is a trooper and he'll go till five o'clock tonight. I go all night. You know what I'm saying? You (laughs) do you have to work today, dude? I do at night, though. You have such a cold shift, dude. Your shift is so dope. It's it's crazy. I I hope like once things kind of chill out and I'm not working as much that I'm still going to like it because like the actual shift is not that much. But we're so shorthanded at work. I'm working all the time. It's kind of great, actually. And, you know, it's it, here's the thing. The fact that you love what you do definitely helps. A lot of people don't. And the fact that you love what you do is a massive. Oh, yeah, massive for sure. But like I said a couple of weeks ago, like I'll drop this shit in a heartbeat if someone wants to hire us. They want to pay us what we make to do this every week. Would you, Steve? If someone would said, I, listen, man, would you? If someone said, how much do you make at your job? And you're like, I make this much with benefits. All right, cool. I know this is a completely hypothetical. It'll never happen. But if they said, we like your show. And we can give you, we can match that different insurance, of course, for obvious reasons, but we can match it. We can give you the same pay rate that you're making now, but we want you to record five days a week. Oh, that's cake. How long are the shows? Let's go two hours. Oh, what are we talking about? You know what? Honestly, we could, we could do four. (laughs) I'd give him four. Stern does four. He's an old ass man. Oh, now do we get our own studio? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? Okay, this is a great hypothetical situation. So, ladies and gentlemen, if there's anyone out there that wants to hire us to do this, here we are. We're putting it out there. It's our resume <laughs> on podcast form. Yeah. Hey, Steve, guess what I did? What'd you do? I went to the movies for the first time. I'm going like, to guess what you saw. In a year. 
it was fantastic. The experience was fantastic. The movie, not so much. But what did you see? I went to the new theater first of all. The new uh, Regal, Mar- what's it called? Regal Marketplace, El Paseo, or something like that. Where's that? Getting, at? getting local, ladies and gentlemen. But it is on uh, basically ninety nine in Herndon. There's a oh, shopping oh, center. Oh, really? Yeah. There's like a Target. I didn't know it was open. Old, yeah. It just opened up. It's cool. I like it. Better than Manchester. Um, I would say on par. I think I like the seats better at Manchester because what, you, what we're working with are, um, they're not recliners. But oh, like, hell, no, no, well, no, but no. But they lean back a little bit, but there's nothing for your legs to go. I'm not a barbarian, with. G. I know. What, that's what I said. I said, excuse me. The, the usher, came by, <laughs> usher came by to check the air conditioner. I went, excuse me, excuse me. Um, are we fucking animal here? What's going on <laughs> with these seats, my friend? So I don't know if they have other seats there. I just went to one theater and it wasn't even like the the... The good theater, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't really know what they have, but they're like these red, they're, they're fairly comfortable, but they only lean back. They don't, there's no recliner for it. No. So you were guessing you, you, uh, you think, you know what I saw. What is it? I'm going to guess because can start the, reviews oh, with this, by the way. Um, did you see, you saw, you said it was a bad movie. Well, that, that will come later, but yeah. okay. never mind. Um, uh, what is okay. I'm going spiral. No. What'd you see? I watched The Unholy with Jeffrey Dean Morgan. That sounds really good. I wanted to see that freaking movie. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I like Jeffrey Dean. I like Jeffrey Dean too. But I think I just want to see him play Negan from now on. You, uh, you know what, dude? That that one that one off Negan episode was, was so legit. dope. Shit. When he walked in like, well. Did you say well, shit? I said legit. Oh, I was like, dang, when look he at walked you in like, now. Well, well, I said, oh, he's Negan. He transformed. Yeah. That is him. <laughs> That grin, and, the slick oh, back dude. hair. He's like, look at us. Like, He's a handsome dude. devil, that guy. Oh, gee, he was. Remember when he was on Grey's Anatomy? He was a homegirl's boyfriend that died. I, you have talked about. It, I've never seen it. Okay, well then, you, okay. Number one, skip Grey's. What you need to watch is. Um, uh, supernatural you still have not watched i know a, he's in it i've seen him in supernatural you got to watch the whole season okay I, I keep saying i will but there's just too much out there man there's really not there's a there lot. is no yeah there is there's but, a ton but when you do when you do get around i promise you you'll you'll zoom through like all the se- you, they'll be like well this is gonna take over my life now guaranteed it's so good dude this movie, man, I guess I'm not really going to spoil it, but uh, it's like I'll, I'll just give you the plot and some things that kind of bug me. But I'm not entirely sure why I I didn't like the movie. Um, okay. I, I didn't think it was a good movie, and I'm okay. still trying to figure out exactly why. But um, <laughs> it's just weird. So this is the unholy. A hearing impaired girl is visited by the Virgin Mary and can suddenly hear, speak, and heal the sick. I'm As in. people flock to you, – you would think, and that's why I was there. As people flock to <laughs> – Witness miracles, terrifying events unfold, and, excuse me, are they the work of the Virgin Mary or something much more sinister, Steve? I know the answer, by the way. Dude, I'm in. What are we talking about right now? It's written by Evan Spilatopoulos and uh, James Spilatopoulos. Isn't that something that you drink? Oh, it's acidophilus. Never mind. And then uh, stars Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Cricket Brown, and William Sadler. You know William Sadler, right? I, I probably do in my brain. I just don't know who he is. William Sadler, he's a, he's like a character actor. He's been in many a Western. In Thank fact, you. you know what's weird? I just I just realized that I actually did a, um, when I was doing the podcast editing, I was editing for this one guy's show, and he had an interview with William Sadler. I'm like, oh. Oh, really? That's my dude. I just spent a bunch of time trying oh, to make Oh, I know sound. who William, now I'm seeing him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was in. Um, Never a good guy. 
I let's see, was he? No, he's a good guy. I'm Matter of shocked. fact, he plays a, a like a priest in this. Wow, that's a which random. doesn't necessarily make you a good guy. I mean, but listen. he is. Yeah, I liked him in uh, Shawshank Redemption. He was great, dude. That's a good. That, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're just Dan. It's neither here nor there, actually, folks. I'm sorry about that. Are you at least gonna give me a rating? Yeah, yeah. I'll get there. Um, I don't know what it is about this one. Like there was, there was some the jump scares in this movie. I'm fine with jump scares, but it really was just a lot of loudness. It wasn't necessarily something that like a visual jump. You, there is something there, but it just didn't. It didn't. I don't know. There's this movie wasn't hitting right for some reason, and the, and it was really loud. The jump scares. I think it was like well. We all know this isn't that scary, right? So let's just turn the volume up and, you know, give him a, like an audio jump. And, uh, but yeah, what it is, is he plays this reporter and he's kind of like, uh, he's kind of a pariah in the media world because he got caught writing stories that were untrue. You know, stuff like, uh, supernatural kind of stuff. No pun intended. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to do that, but anyway, wasn't it brilliant, Steve? So, (laughs) So anyway, yeah, he's like, you know, he's, he's a kind of a he's sort of cast out where they're not really, he's not getting a lot of work or anything like that. And you know, the, his, uh, his publisher, he's like, Hey, I would like to do this, this uh, story here. And uh, you know, can I get like 500 for it? You'll get 150 and you're going to like it. It's just that one of those kind of things. So he ends up going, he hears about this. This one guy takes me, I'll give you 150 for this story. Yes. He goes to this town in uh, Massachusetts where he heard that there was a, uh, the cattle had been, like weird writing had formed on the, on this cow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he gets there and it's kind of funny because he looks at it and he's like, uh, have you ever heard of the band Metallica? And it's literally the Metallica M that someone painted on a cow. And uh, so I'm like, oh, look at this being fun. Look at this guy being funny, right? Come on. Right. This isn't the real story anyway, right? I'm looking at someone that's not next to me, like, right? And uh, so what happens is, and this is the part that kind of pissed me off because it's just like, okay, I just debunked this, but literally in the same breath, all of a sudden he hears like a, that kind of thing and he goes to a tree that's like 20 feet away <laughs> and that's that's where what? the whole that, yeah he's just in this field but he just happens to go to this tree and at the beginning of the movie what it is is that there's this you see this woman who was i don't know if she was like a witch because it's like from like 1845 so i'm assuming it's probably like in this in massachusetts so i'm thinking it was like she was killed for witchcraft for being unholy, if you will, Steve. Uh-huh. And the way that they did this was they they hung her, and they and right at the beginning, kind of graphic. I'm like, okay, we might be onto something here because what it is is they put a mask on her face. You don't oh, see it, but you see from her eyes this dude nailing it into her face to hold it in place, and then they like hang her and they burn her on this tree. Okay, same tree, Steve, by the cow with the Metallica M on it. Okay, so Jeffrey Dean Morgan goes up there and he's like he's checking it out, and uh, he he there's this hole in the tree. And he reaches in there, and wouldn't you know it, there's this doll that they used back in 1845 on this lady. They basically took her evil spirit and put it into this doll and buried it away. And I guess with in Massachusetts, in that area, in the farmland, there's these dolls all over the place from that time. But most of them are to, for like good luck to bring crops and things like that. Mm-hmm. But the one that's wrapped in chains and everything is the one that you should not mess with. So he picks this thing up. And he, he looks at it and he turns it over and it's all ripped, it's all wrapped in chains and it's dated 1845 on it. And for whatever reason, my man just decides to break it. 
just just decides to break it and of course releases whatever this evil spirit is and then it comes in the form of there's this uh, I'm not going to give you the whole movie but there's this uh, getting back to William Sadler he plays a priest his niece he's been raising his niece ever since her parents died and she is a deaf mute okay okay so one night he's still kind of hanging around the town and everything like that uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan's hanging around the town you know trying to get some information some leads and he's driving, he's drinking and driving, and he's driving in the in the woods, and he's, all of a sudden there's like this girl in the road who is that deaf mute girl. He follows her to this tree, which he hears her speaking and praying. So the whole thing is, is that this spirit is coming to this girl in the form of the Virgin Mary. She's like, she's fronting, you know what I mean? And she's like trying to get her to worship her, to, to, to worship her. And to believe in her and the way that she does this is by gifting her with the, you know, the, the, with, with speech and she can hear not only that, but she can heal the sick now. So the whole thing is about this girl, this little small religious town, people are flocking to this girl because they think she's like, you know, she's been touched by God and she's having, you know, kids that can't walk, walk. And she's, you know, she does a few other things like that, some healing stuff. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan kind of knows something's fucked up going on. But this town is like getting more and more involved with this girl and believing in all of it. Apparently, there's a lot of religious people in Massachusetts. And we come to find out that it's really, it's a spirit called Mary, but it's not the Virgin Mary. And I think Mm. just in case you want to see this movie, I'm not going to just keep breaking it down. But now I'm going to go ahead and give my knocks. It's just that, again, terrible, like piss poor jump scares. The script is just, like he's a good actor, right? Of course. You would agree, right? Yes. His script, it's its the writing that's bad. It's not him. The guy probably just had to build a house or something in Hawaii or whatever. You know what I mean? So he just took this movie. But it's just, you know, when you're watching it, you're like looking at him like, I know you're better than this, dude. That's the that's, that's what I kept thinking the entire time I'm watching this movie. You're better than this. Of course. And the jump scares, the visuals with the jump scares are just cheesy. The, the I don't know, man. I, I, there's, I, I really cannot put my finger on why this movie sucks so bad. But when I got out of it, I'm like, that was just so fucking dumb. But I was just so happy that I was in the movie theater. You know what I mean? Like, I was just happy to be there and Absolutely. popcorn, bottle water, sitting there doing my thing. And, and it, so I was fine with it. But I think if I had been spoiled and been going to the movies like, like COVID never happened, yeah, I'd have probably been a little more pissed off at this movie. And it's just so weird. I can't put my finger on why it's so shite, but it is. <laughs> So I, I know I'm just going to I'm going to give this a super low rating. Like, honestly, like when all was said and done, I'm being generous with a one and a half out of five. Wow. Uh, ceramic dolls. Like, it's just not a good hey, movie. It and could it's, be worse. It's not. I know it's not a really true review, but if you watch this movie, I, you know, who who was it that said they absolutely hated it? I would love to have Shanks on right now. Shanks said he absolutely hated it. And I would say I absolutely hated it, too. He he was like hardcore about hating it. To me, it was just like this is just a piss poor movie. And then I just can't put my finger on why I just, I would not recommend this movie to anybody. If you're good, if you're insistent on going to the movies, cause you haven't been for a while. Yeah, go check it out, whatever. But I would wait until it hits streaming and then you're going to see what I'm talking about. It is just a uh, watch right. army of the dead or something. It's much better. You know what I mean? I'm in, I will, I will wait. You're for in. <laughs> I'm going to wait I for really it to come it, to huh? streaming. Yeah. Streaming. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I just don't know what it is. I, I, I've sat with this one for a few days and I'm like, how am I going to review this one? And I, I don't know what it is. I just can't put my finger on why it's shit. It just is. So enjoy yourself if that's what you want. <laughs> so you went, you saw spiral. Is that what I heard? Or yes. you went to, so, okay. I got to ask you, how was your, your movie going experience okay. and what made you finally go, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do this. Um, uh, so, so, um, 
it was one of those things where I was like, you know, Bell and I always do the same thing every weekend. And I was like, you know, we're both vaccinated. Why don't we do something a little different and do dinner and a movie? She's like, oh, absolutely. So we, I said, what do you want to see? And she's like, oh, I love Saw. So let's, I did not know Spiral was coming out this weekend. I said, well, let's go see it. We go see it. And um, it has everything that Saul has, the good kills, so on and so forth. It was fun to be in the theater. It was like we're alone. There was about two other people in the theater. So we were pretty much alone. Uh, and so we were sitting in the chairs and, you know, seeing the previews was like, oh, snap. But apparently this screen had been turned off for so long that there were dead pixels on it. Oh, man. Yeah, that was tough. But we where'd got, you go, Manchester? Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, we, we, it was fun to be like, oh my gosh, look at, we're watching something on the big screen. One thing that did strike me was how loud it is. I forgot how loud movie theater speakers are. We were like, Jesus, it's loud. She's hey, like, yeah, our, our ears aren't used to it. Yeah, anymore. you know what? And now that you mention it, maybe that's why the jump scares seem so loud to me. Yes, because it's, we're not used to that sort of boo. We're like, whoa. Yeah, take and, it all back. That movie's a five out of five. Now that I'm thinking <laughs> about it, <laughs> but I will say this: Chris Rock can't act, can't or can cannot. Yeah, I could have told you that. No, and 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 he has to act in this movie, like act, and he can't do that, and that kind of takes away from the whole. But the kills are really creative. Like whoever invents these kills, y'all need to keep an eye on this person. Because <laughs> is it written by the same people that did Saw? Um, I. Th- think no 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 because chris rock helped write this one. Oh, he helped write it okay. yeah i thought he was just like an and executive produced producer it. and actor or something like that yeah he helped write this joint and i will say that the ending the way that that you know they the ending happens and they replay things that were said throughout the movie that kind of clued you in that was clever it wasn't horrendous but i would recommend everyone if you like to see gross kills uh on a big screen to go see this movie. If you want to see a good quality movie, don't see this movie. I would rate this movie a two out of five ripped off tongues. Okay. All right. But, but it was uh, nice yeah. to go back, right? Isn't it, it, was, nice it was really fun. It was really fun. Smelling the popcorn and everything like that. It was great. No one was talking. We oh, had probably, dude. or I had, I was by myself, but I had probably five people in the theater total, including me. It was great. It was wonderful. Having the empty theater, I was very, very impressed. I loved it. I wish I could do, I wish it was like every time. I think I would have to go to like an early 10 a.m. movie for that or a super late night movie like I used to do. I'm going back this weekend, tomorrow. To, to see what? Uh, Quiet, uh, Quiet Place, part two. Oh, that's right. That She wants to watch that this weekend too. Yeah, I'm going to check that out tomorrow. Are you excited? Um, yeah, kind of, because I know there's not going to be very many people in this theater and that's what you want, right? The last time I went, I, it was like a lot of popcorn chewing and it's Fresno. So we got, uh, um, how do I put this? A lot of my people like to talk in the movie theater in Fresno. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being real. <laughs> it's true. I want to re- I really want to see that. Who do you think is more successful from the office? John Krasinski or Steve Carell? Oh, I think that, uh, Initially, it was Carell, but I think that Krasinski's taken him. And if he lands this uh, Fantastic Four gig, which I bet you they do, he's going to be catapulted. I'm not, I'm not after what Homegirl said. What, are you talking about her interview with Stern? She's not into... Well, no, she, she yes. Well, she's like... She was saying, like, I don't... 
I don't know anything about these Marvel characters. They're asking me to do this part. She's not really, it doesn't sound like she's enthusiastically into comic book movies. Or are they saying, hey, keep it on the down low. We haven't announced this yet. I don't think that at all. She doesn't seem, I think she wants to, I don't, it would, I would imagine in my brain, it would take John Krasinski to convince her to do it because she's at a different level, dude. But she's totally Sue Storm. She, so is a lot of other people. <laughs> yeah. It's just they go hand in hand. I know, of, I but there's going to be a cool, you know, you're getting two, not necessarily two for the price of one, but you get a power couple that know what's up. I would, I think that there's other, I'm sure that people are like, there's about 148 people that look more like Sue Storm and can act just as well. If she's not really in the comic book movies. Yeah. If John Krasinski will do it, then get somebody else opposite him. He'll be fine. But they I don't like think Gwyneth Paltrow. They kept her around for a long oh, time. She could geez. give a shit about these movies. I don't even know why they kept her. I mean, Lord have mercy. What a weird. But you know what? You're not hiring her to give medical advice. You're hiring her to act. And I think she's just lackluster at that. You know, it's a good point. Let me think about this for a second. Have I ever been completely wowed, <laughs> floored no. by her performance? No. I'm not knocking. I'm not here to like bash no. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. I can't think of, it certainly wasn't duets where she karaoke with Huey Lewis. That wasn't the one. I liked the movie. I, I liked it, but it wasn't, uh, you didn't like the song though. You liked the movie, not the song. What song? When they did uh, uh, Cruisin'. No, dude. Yeah, you no. got a little angry about that. I remember yeah, talking about dude, that don't you. do Smokey. <laughs> Only person that could do Smokey, that, that version, a different version was D'Angelo. He killed it. Don't do Smokey. I mean, Lord, but here's the thing. I've never, there's never been a movie where someone's like, check this out. Uh, there's this movie coming out starring Gwyneth Paltrow where my brain was like, I'm in. Sign me up yesterday. <laughs> no. Yeah. I can't think of one actually. Oh, wow. That's weird. I just never really thought about that, but maybe that's why she just doesn't really, uh, doesn't register. She just doesn't really do much for me. I will say that there's movie like there. If oh, movie- I can think of one. What? Well, did she wow though? No, she didn't wow in it. Never mind. I take it back. I was going to say seven. No, I really like seven. It's just that she was. I lying. love seven. I think yes. a lot of movies have been trying to be seven for years and it just, you can't, you can't recreate what happened. Oh Jesus. What was that? The little thing certainly was. I never saw the little, yeah, thing. you did the HBO movie. We talked about it. The one Ooh. with your boy. Um, who was in that one? That was the one with Denzel. And oh, Malik. is that what was that called? The little, I forgot. It was I thought called it was the called little the little things. I get them all, like, I get all, like, tiny things, like, all those the things I get mixed up. Yeah, they were doing that a while ago with, like, a Pretty Little Liars and exactly. Little Big Lies. And... I'm like, I get them all confused. But I like, that was trying to be seven. And nothing is ever going to recreate the shock of what seven, even when he was, he, like, leaned over that skinny dude and the guy started coughing. Everyone was like, oh, my God. Yeah. That was a perfect time for that movie to hit. I wonder I if that was, was Doug Jones. Doug Jones, the guy in the the guy that was coughing. Yeah. Why? Just because he does weird weird uh, characters. Yeah. Like that? Who else could have been that skinny doing that? Well, I mean, you know, there's lots of skinny people in the world that know how to cough, Steve. Hey, hey, not like Doug Jones. <laughs> not like Doug Jones, though. <laughs> Every time I see a creature, I'm like ten bucks. That's Doug Jones. <laughs> I mean, it might as well be. He's kind of got the lock on that. He's got the. I mean, when I was watching that Star Trek show. I was like, I bet you that's Doug Jones. And I looked at him like, of course it's Doug Jones. 
I didn't know he was that frizzy haired dancing zombie guy on that movie. I forgot what movie that is. But I was like, oh, yeah, that would be Doug Jones. He's done everything. He's made a career somehow not being famous. If they ever do like a um, Nightmare Before Christmas live action movie, he has to play Jack Skellington. Oh, dude. No question. He would have to, bro. Uh, Totally off the subject. But speaking of um, Jack Skellington, I'm considering buying because concerts are coming back, right? Yeah. And. I'm proposing something. You don't have to come to this part, but I'm thinking, you know, this year we should probably go back to Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, for sure. So I'm thinking there's a weekend. I can't remember the date. I'll give it to you later. But on the Friday before uh, Danny Elfman is doing at the, in Los Angeles at the, uh, there's the Bank of America Stadium. Bonk. Bonk. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) it is, it is. It's It's the Bonk of the Bonk. Yeah. Um, I actually saw Iron Maiden there. It's a really cool place, but he is doing the full performance of Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh-huh. And I love Danny Elfman. So I'm kind of considering checking that out. The following day, hmm. we meet up at Universal Studios. Done. Dude, I'm serious about this. I'll give Done. you the date. Let's plan it out. Yeah, we let me know because here. I would say, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I never understood how folks go to watch people do soundtracks. I just love Danny Elfman. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I love the music and I just think it would be kind of cool to check out. I mean, it's not I like would I drive watch around it if listening it like, to it. You yeah. know, <laughs> I don't drive around listening to the soundtrack or anything, but I would like to see him perform. I just think I, he's brilliant. I would love for like if D- Disney or something went on tour, the original people singing all the greatest hits like Elton John doing stuff. And, oh, yeah. You know, and then he comes out and just does the song, a couple songs. Yeah, he co- and then someone else. The, the, that's the a better show, Steve. I, that's where I'm giving my money to. And then like Peebo and and Regina Bell come out and do a whole new world. I'll be like, oh, this is the show I'm going to. Oh, that was Peebo, huh? It was Peebo. And I then, can show you. Come on, that dude killed that song. <laughs> and and I'll also um, watch like if they said we're gonna uh, do the Wiz, famous people doing all that. Oh, I didn't tell you, G. What? My boy Kevin watched the watched the Wiz. McKnight. Yeah, he did, huh? We should have talked about it, man. He hit should, me up. He hit do I need me to up. watch this and then we do a review? I still want to review this movie with you, dude. He he was he said he's like, you know what? <laughs> that was a hundred times better than I thought it was going to be. I'm like, see, I told he's like, yeah, there. It's not a bad, it's not a bad movie. I said, of course, Kevin. And then he's like, in re, in in return, I was to watch Pose. What is Pose? It's a show on uh, FX that has me crying like a little, like a little chump. Little chump. I I cry every three. I've, I've been texting him over and over again, being like, "Why did you put me through this?" And I'm already caught up. I'm done. Finished all the seasons, and now I, I just I, I cried. And so he's like, "Watching The Wiz was worth it just for this." Hilarious, but yeah, um, but The Wiz is it's a solid movie, dude. And if they went on Wiz on tour. Even I, I don't know if Diana would do it anymore, but have some other people fill in fill in for it, like Janelle Monae or something. I don't I'm think in. Diana could do Dorothy anymore, dude. The way she looks and sings, I think she could. Janelle Monae, Janelle, dude. Ay, ay, ay. She's I good, co- man. I cover on Janelle Monae, but I I still haven't seen her her movie though. I I haven't seen Annabelle. It's good. It's um. It's it's good. It's not like. <laughs> Like, no, 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 no. Good. It's it's not like the the greatest movie I've ever seen, but I liked it. I thought it was kind of cool, and I liked the way that it ended. You but that's, with, that's, that's neither Lupita. here nor there. We're not talking about uh, Antebellum review wise, anyway. Oh no, we I, did we ever review that? I feel like we did. 
I think I, I did. Never watched it. If it wasn't on our show, it was on someone else's, but I remember. Dude, it's so crazy. Out of 159 shows, it's really. I don't. I think that we have to have like better record keeping at this point because I forget to, a lot of shit. Sometimes people will be like late to the show, but Dan said this. I'm like, I don't even remember saying that. Dude, listen, and I, we got to do like Steven, where he has like a a freaking a a, a chart with yeah. everything he's ever talked about. Yeah, the ever changing scenic cast. My man is always up to something on that show. Good for you, Steven. Listen, that Steve. dude is. There's nasty, on I know, point. but Steve, not, I don't think Steve, Steven. I know too many Steves now. There's a lot of them. So you're who I'm talking to. Spoiler. Yes, I would say spoiler, Steve. Spoiler. He, he, he does. He is the most. No, but so are you, dude. You are very organized. Mm, thank you. You are, dude. Thanks. You Thanks. really are. Anyway, do you it. want to just keep on doing reviews? Yeah, let's keep on do doing contact? Okay. This is one of them shows. Uh, contact, I guess we could probably. You know what? Not going to do the normal the contact. I'm having some audio issues right now. So trust me, folks, you don't want to know that. So let me just give you the quick version. Okay. www.heroesofnoise.com. You got all the shows right there for you. You've got voicemail, email, freaking reviews, game reviews. Oh, by the way, I'm going to address Bucks on the show. And I, I have to send him something too. Bucks sent in another game review and somehow I missed it completely. And I just saw it the other day. So I'm going to have to put that up. There's a new review coming. Board game review from the one and only Johnny Bucks. Thank you, John. I'm so sorry that I somehow missed that, but it's been crazy. But all that stuff is there for you, folks. Check it out. Links to Patreon, everything. You want to buy a shirt? Go buy a shirt. You want to buy one of Steve's shirts? Do it. I fucking dare you. Do it. It's all there for you. Okay, I'm done. So what else you been watching, Dan? Well, speaking of FX, Steve, I can't really... FXX. I can't really say too much about this one, but I know that you can. I watched the first two episodes of Snowfall this morning. Oh, man. Gee? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, now I got a show to watch. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I got like four seasons that I have to power through because that Holy show crap, hits the fucking dude. ground running and does not stop. <laughs> so I can see like from what I can see so far, fantastic writing. That's why everyone talks. They're like, oh, my God. Yeah, man. I, because I saw you raving about it and I know that you blasted through it. And everyone was like, yeah, about time you're on the on the freaking show. Yeah, train. was I I thought I was the only I was like, apparently I'm the only one that has not watched this shit. You know, I don't know why, but oddly I pay little attention to FXX. I don't know why that is. So do I. I don't And, and so I just miss a lot of these shows that come out. And it I, so yeah, I don't know, man, but that one's on me because let me tell you what, I am late to the party. I'm sorry, but I brought drinks. You know what I mean? I made up for it by a little bit of something something. I got a new show, Steve. Holy shit. What a good show. And they're talking about cocaine. Cocaine. And I can just watch anything about, I just love shows where it has to deal with like the drug world and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, very, very good acting. But I want to know, since you have a way better picture of what's to come, what do you think? I mean, dude, let me tell you something. It's one of my, I will say right now, it is easily, um, is from my memory in recent memory, one of my favorite shows. I it it the way it ended this season. I think season. I guess I just watched five or four. It's four. But it's like it's a perfect show. Perfect show. Every single episode. Like even the first season, there were some episodes like oh that was. But it all has to happen for it to set up everything that comes now. I'm just like oh this is. It's a perfect show. It is. I wish I was you right now, where it's like, I have to watch this new show for the next three, four seasons. I wish I could switch places with you so that I did not remember anything and I could just start brand new. 
Okay, let me just ask a question. Yes. Where the hell did Damson Idris come from? Who knows? Jesus Christ. That dude's an actor. He's amazing. (laughs) He's so good. Oh, my God. And he's British. Of course. There it is. (laughs) That, there you go. Should have just known. Do we have any good American actors anymore? I don't think we do. Dude, when I saw him talking, I was like, what What happened was they put uh, Dub C from Westside Connection. He taught him how to t- talk from L.A. Taught him how to, and he just worked on it, worked on it, worked on it. Now you can't even sense a British act at all, dude. Does he ever go in and out of it ever, like throughout the seasons? Nope. Like, like uh, Charlie Hunnam did? Dude, that was so <laughs> weird. But I never noticed until if someone would never brought it up, I would have never noticed. Oh, it was so noticeable. He'd be like, uh, Tara, I need you to meet me at the club. And don't be like, Mike. I mean, it was just like fucking terrible. Is he is he British or is he Irish? I don't know. I think he's British, but it's like I'm obviously kidding. But like it's I think it he was doing really well is the weird thing. Like seasons one through three of Sons of Anarchy, Hunnam's doing well. You hear it every once in a while in a certain word that he says. But as the season, or excuse me, as the uh, series progresses, particularly like four or five, I can't remember if there's how many seasons, six seasons? Anyway, like the last three seasons, it's pretty bad. Like he's just not even giving a shit anymore. Well, the reason it's, in my opinion, the reason it got bad is because Ron Perlman was not there. And so it was all Hunnam. He had to talk all the time yeah but he was around a shit ton of uh oh i see what you're saying because the character of clay is not there he just has he has way more talk way more dialogue now yeah that makes sense yeah before it was like i was watching in my brain ron perlman was the star of that show for three two two three years and then when he was gone i was like well what the crap is gonna like what am i gonna and then i kept watching it and it was good for a while but ron the ron perlman years in my opinion were the best years when he was there Hey, this is Clay. You want to go and sell some drugs to some whores? Yeah, that's nice. Every time I see him, I think Beauty and the Beast. Still to this day. Yeah, he's not a, even Hellboy. He's a very like you, 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 um, you know it's him when you see him. Yeah, he's you your he's I mean? your boss's dad. Yeah, for sure, bro. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's move along, man. We'll keep it short right. this week, Let's but we have it. more to talk about. So another thing that I know you have watched. And I just I got on the train a little bit late, not too late, but I, I kind of took it all out except for the last episode, which isn't even out yet. Mayor of Easttown on HBO Max. Hey, all right, G. welcome. I'm happy to be here. But uh, let me go ahead and give you the premise of this one. Go for it. So a detective in a small Pennsylvania town investigates a local murder while trying to keep her life from falling apart. Did you hear how I said local? I did. My uvula got caught. It was like I went underwater for a second. I had a murder. But yes, local is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Created by Brad Inglesby and stars Kate Winslet, Gene Smart, Julianne Nicholson. This show is way better than I expected because I didn't know what to expect. I went in completely blind. I didn't know what the premise was. I just saw people talking about Mayor of Easttown and how crazy this last episode was. And I like Kate Winslet. And so I started watching this and it's fucking brilliant. It's fuck. I don't know what you think, actually, uh, but I think it's brilliant. I think it's a really well done show. Uh, she is acting her ass off in this, and it keeps me so intrigued because you know it's one of those shows that knows how to do a mystery really well, and you know you're you're getting fed answers as you go along, and I'm still confused. I don't know how far are you. First of all, I'm over here talking. About I am. I am uh, two episodes behind. Okay. So so the the last episode I saw someone 
something interest something interesting happened to her partner. Okay. Yeah, I, I really won't go into any kind of spoiler territory with this one. But I you know what? And because we'll just keep it short and sweet this week. I highly recommend Mayor of Easttown. I love a good mystery, like I said, and I just I, I'm so compelled because I want to know what the hell is gonna happen. And this is the one show like of late that I have just been like anticipating every week. You know what I mean? And I, I, I'm kind of lying at that because it's only been the last two weeks. But like I got caught up and I'm like, oh, come on, man. Give it to me. I thought this last Sunday was going to be the last one. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, damn it. There's one more to go. So I'm really anticipating this Sunday. It's it's fantastic. I think it's great. What do you think? I think it's good. I think it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a show that I'm like it just um, every week something happens. That's what it is. There's nothing where it's just like. Oh my gosh, did you see Mare of East? When I watched it, I'm like, oh, that was good. There's no need, like, there's not a thought of me texting you and being like, oh, you have got to get on this show. No. That's fair. It's, it's fine. It's a fine show. It's it's good, but it's nothing that another show hasn't done. No, yet. I'll give you that too. That's why I don't know exactly what's going on. I'm like, this is kind of like an, any other show. Did you watch it week to week? Yes. See, maybe that's why, I mean, maybe just as how you feel, but. Maybe that's why I'm digging it so much because I like I powered through the first ah, five episodes okay. to where I'm like, okay, give me the next one. And then, you know, you, you get that roadblock because there's nothing there for you yet. So the anticipation is really high. But I mean, maybe that's a factor into it. But I'm I, I mean, it's good. I'm yeah, high good on the show. show, man. I think it's yeah. very good. I, I'm high on Kate Winslet. I think that she's uh, she's terrific. She's just she kind of keeps getting better and better, actually. She, can like, do she was great in Steve Jobs. I haven't seen Steve Jobs. It's a good movie, man. Very good movie. That is a Paul Hart pick of the week right there by the way oh we what? About that. yeah i went on his a uh, long time ago i went on his uh what was it uh movies from the heart and we Steven talked in jobs uh, huh? we talked extensively about uh steve jobs huh mm-hmm. very good i'm gonna check very it out stuff. uh like titanic you know what i mean <laughs> no. i don't think she's ever done a horror movie she should she'd be fantastic i like her like her um kind of haggard you know what i'm saying like she's not a glamorous character in this She's a little rough around the edges, drinking a lot, vaping to death. I don't know. What about her as Sue Storm? Um, I don't want to sound like a dick when I say this, oh but I think she might be a little too old for Sue Storm now. I think she's the same age as Emily Blunt. Is she? I'm going to go on a limb and say they're right around the same age. And I'm not going to say anything else. Steve. Let me see, though. Hold up. Okay, <laughs> what, do you, what are you saying? You know, what are you saying, Kate Winslet? What do you think her age is? Um, <laughs> I would say that Kate Winslet is probably 42. Okay, 45. Let's see what Emily Blunt is. Oh, and I was going to say 45. I really Were was. you? I was, give, I was trying to be. <laughs> trying to oh, be Emily Blunt's 38. Yeah. yeah. But that's the, at that point, they're around. It's like the same. Once you're in that circle, you're that's it's no big deal. Like if th- if Emily Blunt was thirty, I'd be like, oh, thirty eight to forty five, G. Well, Where, they can't say they're in their thirties anymore, according to you. And she looks good, like and, and like uh, Kate looks great. Yeah, she does. She looks she looks I wasn't saying she looks all jacked up, and and they're making her look rough around the edges for Mayor of Easttown. You know what I mean? So, See? and that's that's her like waking up. She's, she's, she, I mean, she's, she's a fantastic actress. And you know what? Honestly, in all seriousness, if she was the one that they picked, I would be cool with it. I think that she could pull it off. I've never seen her do action. I don't really call this action. You know what I mean? But no, I, she she did a little, she did a little something in the last episode running through houses and such. Yeah. She's doing some running. 
You know, but that's about it. Doing the ow, ow. That's 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 acting. <laughs> dude, is it me or is HBO Max kind of just knocking it out of the They're park? They're knocking it out of the freaking park, dude. That's oh god, it's in the top two of streaming services right now, in my opinion. What's number one? Uh probably give it to Netflix. Um, I think I think I'm or the gonna Hulu. go ahead and go that direction because Netflix all of a sudden started to kill it. Before I'm like. Everything I've I'm like, yeah, there's nothing I want to see. Now I get on, I'm like, oh. There's a lot of stuff that we can't talk about that drives me crazy because they'll send it to us so early. And like, I, I just go, oh, I'll hold off. I'll hold off because I don't want to like, you know, just forget about it or something like that. But even stuff now, there's some Netflix stuff now. I'm like, this is really, really good. Have you watched, can't talk about it yet, but have you watched the uh, previews for, um, or the show, the episodes rather of Sweet Tooth? No. DC Sweet Tooth, check that out. We can talk about that one next week. All right. It's good. I think you'll like it. I won't say anything about it, but I think you will like Sweet Tooth. Fair enough. All right. Oh, what what are you going to give Mayor of Easttown? Oh, Mayor of Easttown? Let's see. I'm going to go ahead and give that one a uh, 3.75 out of 5 rolling rocks, sir. I will give it 3 out of 5. I'll give it 3 out of 5 vape pens. Okay. I like it. I like what I'm hearing. What else you got? Um, you know what? There's something that I watched that you watched. Okay. Modoc. You did watch Modoc. How I didn't far watch did you the get? whole thing. You blasted through the whole thing? No, I didn't watch the whole thing. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. How many episodes? Uh, I watched one episode okay. and I am definitely going to be like, here's what I will say. When you, when I heard it explained to me a stop motion Marvel show, uh, on Modoc. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be horrible. <laughs> I thought so too. <laughs> something i do not want to see then you said i watched it and then i got on uh and i saw that perhaps you watched the whole thing i did i said okay i watched the first episode i'm here's the thing they pull a switcheroo it's not what it's what you think it is but it is not what you think it is no no it's a totally different as a matter of fact i hope this is a direction marvel's going because I love the fact that, you know, this is a real guy with, or not real guy, or a, 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 a villain with issues, like wife. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if issues. that's what they're playing in the comic, but I think that's great that they're expanding on I this love character. It, dude. I and they love make it more, it. yeah, they make it more like sitcom. Like, basically, Modoc centers around an egomaniacal supervillain with a really big head and a really little body who struggles to maintain control of his evil organization called AIM and his demanding family. So that is the. Hello, as I say, description of this of the television show. But I, really I mean, like you know, Modoc is a is a pretty big character in Marvel, and I like that they're taking chances. Like you're saying, they're taking chances and they're sort of branching out. And what would you put? Let's put this character, this completely absurd character, into it's a so family ridiculous. sitcom, kind of right. I mean, it kind of yeah. is when you think about it, and I love it because. First of all, Patton Oswalt, he can pretty much murder anything. Oh, I think he does dude. a fantastic. Like they per- they picked the perfect person. For okay, okay, I'm gonna ask you something. Sure. Remember who's that dude? Um. Oh shoot, what is his name? That when he shows up, he as a voice actor, it takes you out of it. Oh yeah. Um. Um. Uh, oh, oh God. Why I say? Uh, uh, I almost said Jason Sudeikis. Uh, oh shit. God Jason damn it! It's Manzukis. Manzukis. Thank yeah. You. Um. Ben Schwartz. <laughs> yeah, when I getting, hear his voice, mad. yeah, I know exactly who it is. 
And I'm immediately like, it's not a taking out, but I'm like, oh, I know what ta- I'm no- I know what style this is going to be now. And sure enough, it's that they have so much talent on this. They really on this do. series, dude. I mean, Pat Oswalt as Modoc, uh, Amy Garcia as Jody Tarleton, Ben Schwartz, as we mentioned, as Lou Tarleton, uh, Melissa Fumero. If you guys don't know who she is, she's from Brooklyn Nine Nine. I love her. I think she's fantastic. She plays Melissa Tarleton, who is Modoc's daughter. Um, John Hamm plays Iron Man in this one here. Nathan Fillion is in it. Whoopi that Goldberg. was John Hamm? Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg's in this. Uh, who else? Let's see. Bill Hader is in this. I love Bill Hader. John DiMaggio. There's a, Alan Tudyk is in this, dude. There's so many people. Jordan Bloom is in this. Uh, Brian Pussain. Chris Parnell. It just, the list goes on and on. Who but, played the CEO? Oh, that's, uh, um, oh God, what is his name? It is, um, is it Beck Bennett? No, 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 no. What is that? What is homie's name? No, I think it's Beck Bennett. I, I don't know who that is. Beck Bennett. He was uh, on Saturday Night Live. Oh, I didn't know that. No. Yeah. He's good. That was such an accurate portrayal of a nowadays Silicon Valley CEO. Yeah. Startup company kind of guy. Come on, man. Yeah. What? I was like, oh, this is so funny, dude. That yeah. I, I thought it was just so brilliantly done. After I pushed stop, if I didn't have to wake up. I would have just watched three, four more episodes. No question in the world. I wish I would have started earlier because I would have just kept on watching it because I yeah. want to know what happens. I blasted through it in almost one sitting. But to be fair, I did. I should go back and watch like the last three because I was kind of like dozing off and stuff like that. But super entertained the entire time. I think the acting's fantastic. I love the way it looks. Now, let me just explain this. If you're not familiar with Modoc series or, you know, um, what I'm the other series I'm about to talk about right now, but it is very, uh, it takes some, it borrows from robot chicken is what I'm saying. Like it has a robot chicken look to it. Did you watch robot chicken, Steve? I, I tried to get into it. It's kind of like, uh, what's that drive-in movie on shutter? Yeah. 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 It's like I it's don't get it. Cult following people love it. I personally didn't get it myself and I'm not the biggest fan of Seth green. He does contribute to this as well. Uh, I think it's just episode one. Probably got him started. Okay, this is what Robot Chicken looks like. Go for it. But um, no, for some reason, it works for me. I don't know what the difference is with Modoc versus Robot Chicken. And I know that there are some funny episodes of Robot Chicken. It's just not my jam. But all of that kind of goes out the window. There's something about Robot Chicken when I watch it. I just can't get past the stop animation. And here it works. And I think it's a combination of like CGI animation and then, you know, it's like the stop motion stuff. But God damn it if it's not a really, really funny show. And what's great about this is, is it takes this this villain, this Marvel villain, and puts him into a situation where he's the owner of a, he's the CEO of AIM, this company AIM, and it's getting bought up by this, this startup other company. I can't remember the name of the company. But so what you're looking at in one like aspect of the show is is a middle-aged man who is no longer in control of his business, who is a total control freak, who's very stubborn, hates change. And his whole entire life is changing around him. He goes home. His family life's like, you know, like that's the other thing. You never see like a villain go home, right? And like deal with his family and stuff. Exactly. So, and yeah. that's why it's really, really smart and and witty. And, um, you know, there's really not a need for spoilers, but I'll tell you that it is a very, very smart series. So well written. And I was glued the entire time. So I highly recommend that you watch MODOK. I, I know I'm kind of cutting these short, but I know that we're limited on time. But uh, you got a rating, sir? On what I'm going to so give far? this so far. I'm going to give Modoc a 3.5 out of 5 <laughs> detached arms. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it a 3.5 out of 5 hover chairs. 
I love it. That's what I'm doing that one. It's like, I don't know. It's like just super smart humor. It's a little on the raunchy side, but not in a way that I'm complaining about it. I don't recall ever like ever having like a straight up belly laugh. But for me, it's just as funny. You know what I mean? Like I don't necessarily have to just ah, to to enjoy something. I totally get the jokes all land. Um, and like I said, Patton Oswalt was seriously the perfect choice for this. This is not something that Disney Plus could ever pull off. I don't think they would try. No, 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 no. they wouldn't try. And uh, but and I think this is coming from is this if I'm not mistaken, because obviously the uh, the logo at the beginning is different. Is this the Sony side of Marvel? It has to be right. I'm thinking that's probably where because you know you're. This is where you're I don't know like if Disney Venom. would give them the go ahead. Yeah, I think it's coming from there. It's uh, it's like Sony because it's you've got like the Venom stuff and then like uh, who else is what else is Sony doing? Mobius, Morbius, or whatever. And um, there's another one that's coming out. And I can't remember the name of it, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, it's a great show, and I think you should check it out. That's what I think. So Done you watch Modoc. Uh, let's see. What can I talk about real quick? Something I think that you will highly enjoy, Steve. I don't know if you've seen it yet. It seems like you would have told me about this if you haven't. But then again, I didn't know that you were taking freaking uh, Muay Thai either. So maybe you just keep stuff to yourself. <laughs> but uh, 1971, the year that music changed everything on Apple TV. Have you seen this? Have not seen it? it? No. Dude, get on this shit right away. It is, this is a very well put together docuseries that focuses solely on the year of 1971 and how music and, you know, what was going on in the times and everything sort of changed pop culture. And, and it, so it, it tells you in like different sections of how pop culture was changed. You know, um, one of the episodes focuses on like the Beatles, the breakup of the Beatles. You know, what was it? I think it was like New Year's Eve 1971 where um, where uh, Paul, you're a historian with the Beatles, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Paul on New Year's Eve 1971 said I'm done with the Beatles and did like the lawsuit to break up the Beatles and all that. They talk about that. They show, you know... Um, not so much the tension, but how things are changing with the Beatles and how John Lennon and also George Harrison took a more like political stance in their in their solo work. And it talks about like how they did. You're here about the famous Bangladesh concert in New York at the uh, Madison yes. Square Garden. Yes. So they focus on that and how it was like so important to George and everything. Um, it's just really cool. Like I've never seen a lot of the footage that they're showing. Maybe you have because you're a, you're kind of a Beatles historian guy. But I found all this stuff to be kind of fresh to me. And um, super, super interesting. There's another episode. I think there's like a, I want to say there's like seven episodes, but uh, one of the episodes focuses on like Sly and the Family Stone and his like Sly's, um, he was like really, really bummed out with the times because, you know, 1971, we're, we're getting rid of like flower power and love and all that stuff. And we're dealing with like Vietnam and, you know, seeing how ugly the world can be and people started getting disenchanted from their music because for so long they were all into like um you know like i said like flower power music or like jesus christ superstar that kind of stuff where there was this this whole this whole area of like where the the hippies from hate they went from like flower power jesus christ superstar the album comes out and i did not know this by the way there was like this huge jesus movement i don't even know if it's necessarily like a christianity kind of thing but the hippies kind of all went to Jesus and that's when they started forming all these like communes and stuff like that. Uh, super interesting. I just didn't know that. So they, they talk a lot about that. Um, they talk about like the introduction of cocaine, cocaine into the cocaine. entertainment circuit and how it changed things and kind of derailed, you know, you just had a, a different mindset and how things were done. Uh, what was other, what was some of the other stuff they talk about? Um, they talk about the early days of David Bowie and how, when he came from England the first time around, he was just this androgynous, kind of like a nerd, if you will. Like he, he had a look, he, he came 
dressed in a, he had a dress on and he had like really long hair, very androgynous. And his first adventure, like his first tour, I guess you could say, not even necessarily a tour, but his first like experience with the United States, he'd be at like at parties in a room, just like playing, that would be his gig, just playing playing this music that, that just really wasn't popping and people were like leaving. He would even just like, Oh, you know what I'm done. And like go and check out something that was way more interesting. And it shows his progression as well as T-Rex and a couple other bands, how they moved from like the, um, you know, the wartime music and stuff like that. They ended up going into like glam. So you got like Ziggy Stardust and all the glitter on the face and everything like that. Um, it's just this really interesting show. They do a thing about uh, when Marvin Gaye, I think that's the first episode, when What's Going On came out and how that changed everything and how it was so politically driven and so observant of what was going on, you know, in the world, how that album just sort of like America really locked onto that album. And it was like a whole mindset thing. So Again, I know I'm going kind of quickly and a little bit babbly, but I highly recommend you, Steve, check this out. 1971, the year that music changed everything. It's on Apple TV. It's fantastic. Each episode is roughly an hour long. And like I said, I think there are seven of them. So if you have Apple TV, I highly recommend you check it out. Apple TV, another streaming service that is knocking it out of the freaking park, dude. Like they're, they're doing well. Everything that they put out for the most part is excellent, in my opinion. So uh, check it out, man. Go have buy you an iPhone. that other channel, that other uh, show? Oh, Mythic Quest. No. Well, let's talk about that. Sure. Uh, yeah. Season two of Mythic Quest. Oh, but real quick, though, I'm going to go ahead and give um, oh, 1971 right. the year that music changed everything. I will give that a very solid four out of five. And I really don't have anything for you as far as, uh, you know, zany, whatever it is. Four out of five. Check it out. Highly recommended. Fair. Yeah. But, you know, I won't say too much about Mythic Quest, too. I just I'll say that um, this is something you haven't even seen season one, have you? I did. I watched uh, like four episodes of season one. Was it not your thing? Yeah, it was my thing. Okay, if it's not your thing, then it's just going to be more of the same. But to me, it kind of strikes me as like a... um, Because I was trying to explain it to Ben, my son. I was trying to tell him, hey, you should check this out. I think this is right up your alley. Because it's kind of like the show Community or... What was that? A Superstore? What was that one called? The um, I love Superstore. Superstore, right? It's that type of a show in a a, uh, a video game creator setting. You know what I mean? That's what it is. It's, it's, It's... What's his name? Rob McElhaney or Rob? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's fucking brilliant. It's created by him and he plays the CEO of this company and he's just super eccentric. And, and there's like, you know, it's, 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 it's one of those shows where like they, they, there is a driving story throughout the entire series, but it's just more of like the way that these people play off of each other, much like something like community. That's where the gold is, is the the funny interactions that they have. Um, I find it to be really entertaining, dude. I'm not, it's not like one of the shows where I would say this is uh, like out of anything that you watch this week, watch this one. But if you've been lucky enough and of course, you know, you to stumble on the show and, and if you like it, you're going to continue to like it. It's just a really good show. Um, and I know I'm babbling right now because I know I'm looking at the time. and I know we got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> but that is my cheap, like my my total cheap watered down review of Mythic Quest. I will give it a solid three out of five. That's and I'll solid, just dude. That. Yeah. Have, have you watched Mosquito Coast? No, I okay. started to, mm-hmm. and it seemed like I was going to have to. Maybe I'm wrong. Do I have to think a lot on this one? Uh huh. Yeah, I was like, you know, what? I could because <laughs> I was really busy. And I'm like, okay, I could knock out a bunch of things or watch this one and have to think about it a yep. lot. And Smart. I decided not to yet. But should I watch it? Um, I would say wait till all of them drop and watch all of them. Yeah, I, you know, this week to week thing can be cool, but. I think I am a little more fond of just everything dropping at once. Absolutely. I kind of go I back agree. and forth. I agree. I agree with everything you have said. I think that that's, that's you're doing a wise thing. What else you've been watching? 
that's probably about it. I feel like there's a couple other things, but they're sort of escaping me right now. Um, let's see. Yeah, a, lot, a few things I can't talk about because they're still oh. under wraps for the preview content and all that kind of stuff. But I did read a book. Oh, wait. What are we talking Don't, about? Right I, I, this is not a book where I'm going to grow, uh, change my, my uh, That's okay. philosophy on life. This is just simply an entertaining, quick, quick read. And it's Yearbook by Seth Rogen, <laughs> which is just like a, uh, it's just a bunch of uh, essays that he wrote. Oh, nice. About, about his life growing up with his grandparents, moving from Canada to Hollywood, the porn industry, his take on the porn industry and like the, the uh, <laughs> what is it called? The, um, oh God, I'm blanking. What's the name of their, the AVNs, right? Yeah. Yeah. The AVNs. It's really funny. He's talking about how the AVNs, like these people, they are so grateful. Like if he, you know, he's like, I've been to, I've been to the Oscars and I've seen these people. These people do not fucking act the way that these people do at the AVNs. Like, like, you know, best, um, best anal scene. And they're getting up there and talking for like 10 minutes and crying, <laughs> you know, and he's like, but more power to them because yes, they totally dude. fucking for that. He's yes. like, he's like, you know, Meryl Streep may be, may be winning all the Oscars in the world, but can she take five dicks at the same time? I think not. <laughs> it's just stupid Seth Rogen shit. If you guys can, uh, it, it's in both, you know, like hard cover as well as the audiobook. And if you like Seth Rogen, clearly go with the audio. Where did it's you get of, it? Um, well, actually was given the book, but I wanted to hear the audiobook, so I purchased it on Apple. Did you? Mm-hmm. How much was it? $14.99. Ooh. What, well, it's that? new. It's new. It's brand new. Yeah. I it's mean, worth it, though. It's say, very entertaining. It's a super I, I think book. I'm going to, because li- I, I definitely want to, because recently I read, I read uh, this week, I read um, two books, but one of them was Jenna Fisher's book. I did not know she wrote a book. It was, it's fantastic. It is Fan, have you ever wondered what happens on a set of a TV show uh, down to the how what they do for the craft services on the daily, Steve? She breaks it. Down. She's like, when you go into a set, here's the first thing that happens. I was like, oh, my God, I'm in. I'm in. She's like, I'm at, oh, she's like, when you try out, here's what you get. A callback. What a callback is, is this. She's like, and then you get I'm like, oh, my God. I've always wanted to hear of, they're like, she's like, yeah, let me break down how this all works in Hollywood, what it's like to be in the trailer, what kind of trailers you get. Uh, No one talks to you when you're a guest star. That's normal. It's so good, dude. Rogan has this story where he goes to meet um, Tom Cruise. Yes. (laughs) Him and Evan Goldberg, they're meeting with him for the first time. And it's like uh, Tom Cruise is... I guess known for not really pushing Scientology on people, but if you're interested, oh, he'll really over. talk about it. Yeah. So they're in this meeting and you know, they're just, they're trying to stay on task and he's like, yeah, you know, uh, Scientology. The thing is with that is that, you know, people don't really know what's up. And if you just took 20 minutes to hear, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Your mind's going to be blown. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he's That's like awesome. painting the story of like, cause this is like at the time when he was jumping on couches and, um, he was still married to uh, Katie. Uh, yeah. What was her name? Katie no. Holmes. Katie Holmes. Thank you very much. And the baby, Shuri, right? No, oh not Shuri. God. That's Black Panther. What the hell was her name? No, no, no. It is. It is it's, Shuri, isn't it? I thought that was Angelina Jolie's baby, though. No, I'm pretty sure it's baby it, because Shuri. it is Shuri. Yeah, that's Tom Cruise's kid. Yes. Okay. But anyway, yeah, he got to meet the baby, and everyone was like, "That was a big thing." But he's like, "Yeah," and he's trying to hint at him. He's like, "You know, so." 
if you could just give me 20 minutes, I can just really blow your mind with it. And they, and he's like looking at Evan Goldberg and Evan Goldberg's looking at him like, I don't know what to say, but I want to get out of this quickly. So they both, they just went, nah, they like totally shined him on. (laughs) He didn't, he got a little pissed off about that. I just put it on hold. Oh, you can rent, you can already get it. Yep. Yeah. You know what? Um, Again, finding porn in the woods, lots of weed stories, uh, getting set up by it. Cause he's him and his buddies used to like kind of, not necessarily bully a kid, but they weren't very nice to him. And this kid took that shit to heart and ends up setting them up on this, one of their first like drug deals and they almost get robbed and stuff. Holy crap. um, It's, it's really interesting. It's a really good book. It's super entertaining. And you know, it's a, obviously it's a quick read, anything like that where it's just like Seth Rogen talking about his life. And there's really, it's like the chapter, the next chapter has nothing to do with what he's talking about. You power through that very quickly. So if you're into those kind of books, I highly recommend checking out your book by Seth Rogen. Here's the funny part. Um, Seth Rogen kind of made news this week talking about cancel culture, and I love him even more now. What do you say? He's like, cancel culture, uh, not, it's, it's, I'm not going to directly quote it, but he's like, cancel culture is not real. If you say something awful, you're supposed to feel bad about it, and if you don't, you're supposed to get consequences for it. If you want to not, quote unquote, be canceled, stop saying terrible things. I was like, come on, Seth. Simple rules. Come on, Seth. I like Seth because he fights with politicians and shit on Twitter. <laughs> Dude, he is that guy. He is because I think he kept his his crew is tight, so he's big. He still stayed a normal person. I think he's kept the normal going. Whereas a lot of people, once you get into that circle, like if you saw Seth Rogen on the street, he's not a person you're gonna just go crazy and run over and oh my god, let me get him. For some reason, you boy be like, hey, I love your stuff, and then keep it moving. He's created that culture around him. We're like, hey, I loved you in this. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. That's it. And he knows hip hop, too. Yeah, he does. He does. He talks about hip hop in this, too. It's 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 if you've been following Seth Rogen's career and you just kind of like the guy, all the things that you like about him are talked about in this book. Best way to put it. I'm in. It's it's a really good read, dude. I got to wait 13 weeks, but I'm in. 13 weeks will pass like nothing. That's what I hear. Nothing, dude. I I do have a question before we leave. Yes. What's your take on this? uh, As we get further into, you know, closer and closer to the release, still nine months or six months away. Are you excited for the Eternals? Did you watch the trailer? I know I'm answering your question with a question, but did you watch the trailer? Mm -hmm. So. (laughs) (laughs) Where the fuck were they during the Infinity War? (laughs) Where, where where were they when Thanos was because they're like we've always been here I have to assume they're if they don't want to answer it they're going to kind of be like it's a comic book movie you don't have to answer that but if they do answer it no answer is going to be good enough yeah I can't remember what their line was but it was something like that like we've always been here but we haven't acted until now or something to that effect and I'm like you know what yeah we could have used you you could have not maybe had vision die and can they not? And, and I imagine the 50% will not touch them for some reason. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Because it's just a little <laughs> teaser that we saw. And um, I wish I would have. I didn't know because I know you don't like to watch trailers, but you've changed your tune. I would have well, watched this a little bit Well, the thing is, closer. I have to watch anything with Kumel in it now because he does not look like a human being anymore. He, do, he looks like a big brother to Kumail. Like, I'd be like, oh, that's your big brother. I could see the resemblance. He's turned into a different human. I have never seen that before. 
He is roided out big time. He's got to be, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not even like knocking not the guy bad, for taking not steroids. Not bad, yes. But like that has to be steroids, right? No, it's here's my problem. When they're like, uh, show us what you eat every day. I'm like, don't even watch that video because that's not going to help you look like that. No. It's not. I mean, it's not like he's denying it or anything like that. And again, I'm not trying to. He hasn't any sh- said anything about yeah, it. Yeah. And I'm not trying to, by any means, to throw any shade at anyone. No, of those steroids, steroids is, if it's regulated, have a ball. Yeah. Knock yourself out. You might not have a ball after you do it, but have fun all you want. I have heard some arguments against that, but again, I think really? it's always about. Well, in short, because I don't study steroids or anything like steroid usage. Again, it's all about, like, if you're doing it right, you don't have these problems. That's now, true. I don't know if that is a. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like a defense from 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 people that actually use steroids. <laughs> I mean, like they got to say that kind of thing. Like, you know, it's not that bad. It's I don't not know. That bad. What are you talking about? I don't know. But I've heard that if people do it right and they're not acting like assholes with it, turning themselves red and roid rage and everything, that it can be done healthily. And I look at someone like The Rock, for instance, and I'm going, okay, well, there must be truth to that. Well, he, yeah. I mean, if you have doctors, if you have Marvel, you know, make, <laughs> and I'm sure Marvel is far enough away that if he gets popped for it, uh, Disney's going to act like they had no idea. And there's probably no paper trail. They just said, hey, we hired you a um a trainer. And they know what that trainer does. And so they're going to be like, what? Stara, who? Who would have thunk it? Have you ever seen a transformation like this, Dan? Well, it's weird because obviously it's not this way because, you know, I don't pay a lot of attention to him. I don't see him every day. He's not. Yeah. If I see him, it's, it's through a tweet or something like that. But it was, it seemed like it was overnight. Dude. In, it, in a really weird way. I know that's not the case. But to uh, see a transformation. It, was close. it depends on the transformation that you're talking about, too. Because if it's like going in that direction, I would say Hemsworth would give him a good run. Hemsworth I was would, not a big guy, dude. He was not a big guy, but I would say he and looks he's a like fucking Chris beast Hemsworth. in Thor. He looks like Chris Hemsworth still. He looks like Chris Hemsworth when he works out. Yeah. Okay. okay. His face is changing too, isn't it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> he does not look like the same person. Yeah. I know steroid users can do that, but I don't know exactly what it is. It's not that he's, it's like, you know, I hear that uh, steroid usage can make like your nose grow and other things shrink and stuff like that. His jaw is expanding. His, yes. That's what I was going to say. He's like chiseled. Like he had some kind of like plastic surgery done. Here's what I think it is. I know for him, he had to lose weight and gain muscle. For um, Hemsworth, all he had to do was pay. He was already a good size in Cabin in the Woods. He wasn't super skinny. He was a decent size. And they just had to pack on some muscle. Like Kamel had to do the lose fat, gain massive muscle. And they did it in no time. So yeah, your body is like time out what is happening. He looks like a different human. Now, I will say I've seen transformation where people lose like 600 pounds. Yes, that I was going to say it depends amazing. on the type of transformation. Exactly. But this, where he looks like Kumail 2.0, I've never seen something so strange. Even that Brad, remember when he lost all that, he gained all that muscle from uh, uh, It's Always Sunny? Dude from Mythic Quest? The Macaline yeah. or whatever, yeah. He gained all that muscle? He looked like the same guy until he yeah. took off his shirt. Yeah. That's why I was like, whoa. He also gained a bunch of weight, same. too. That's the crazy part about him. He went, he gained like, I, exactly. I want to say like 60 pounds. Yes. Then took it off and became a freaking beast. And he even said in his, in his uh, write-up about it, he said, this is impossible. 
the way I got to this shape mm-hmm. is impossible that. for any normal person. <laughs> Don't do it is what he was saying. Exactly. Because he's like, you can't. You cannot. Unless you have a trainer from here and all the amenities that comes with that. And I'm like, that's what YouTube trainers need to say. You can't look like me unless you have all the amenities to look like me. And I don't think Kamel's not, uh, Kamel can't say what he needs to say where he's just like, oh, I'm on a cycle. Then people be like, oh, okay. Because when I saw that picture of him getting out of his car, I said, he, that is not Kumail Nanjiani. Do you think he'll stay this way after yes. Marvel? Yes. Because you can't go back. Yeah, you can't get skinny like that again, huh? Un- unless you're really comfy with yours. He's never looked like this. Whereas I know Chris Evans couldn't wait to go to normal. He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go back to normal. Chris Evans is now a normal looking person. Yeah, but he's still in good shape though. He's in decent shape, like a normal person that you would always see. When he was Captain America. Yeah, that's ridiculous. He was ridiculous. And look at Thor. When he's off of the Thor movies, you saw how skinny he got. Yeah, and he does. He, he loses a on. lot of size, but that guy knows how to beef up, man. It's crazy. Well, yeah, his 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 trainers do. <laughs> and I don't think he's on roids. He's on roids. You think so? Uh-huh. He's on roads because otherwise you'd have to gain weight and then shred, gain weight, shred. He does not shred. He just gains muscle. No fat, just muscle. Normally, like you see the bodybuilders, even they have to get chubby to get strong and then then lose weight to wrap around those muscles. They these Marvel guys never go through that. Yeah. They get muscle. It's like they're being junk. given super serum. Bingo! That's what it is. <laughs> That's super what it looks serum. like. That's what Kunal looks like. Like he was given super serum. And I don't even think like the way he looks in Eternals, that's how it, we were like, oh, he's in good shape. Yeah. Now he looks way different than that person that was in shape. He is now a bodybuilder. It's, is he is he doing another movie where he has to be big? No. It's it's becoming it's just I'm his worried. Thing now. I'm worried that he's getting that body dysmorphia where you just keep on thinking you're small still and you're just gaining and gaining. Well, and hopefully gaining he doesn't gaining. skip leg day. So he's like all, not all top heavy. Uh, I haven't seen the legs. I will admit I, I was told by someone, uh, the, the trainer's wife, oh, cause I was buying, um, some, uh, uh, ankle joints and she's like, oh, you have, a, I was like, I don't know what size I wear. She's like, oh, you have chicken legs. And so she gave me, <laughs> You look like a stupid bitch. <laughs> I was like, and you, and I looked back at her husband. I was like, are wonderful. That's just, it's fucked up. You got yeah, chicken legs. But I do have chicken legs. My belle even told me, she's like, your ankles, it feels like I could just put them over my thigh and break them in half. But all the Hudsons have chicken legs. Hmm. And on that note, I got a dip. Interesting with your chicken legs. Hey, real quick though. Yeah. What do you think of this movie? Do you think, were you just fixated on, on Kumail? That's on it. Journey? Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have a really, I don't really have an opinion about this so far. Other Not than the yet. fact of where the fuck were they when Iron Man died? That's, That's what I want to know. I want. That's the answer I want. Yeah, right? And in, is Iron Man dead? Do we die? Or are we eternal? Oh, sniff. Pharrell says no one ever really dies. That's true. <laughs> People have been telling me to listen to that album. I might have to do that. Oh, you know what's funny? A friend of mine at work, he's a massive Tool fan like yourself. Mm-hmm. And he's like, did he tell you the guy that cooks? He's like, did did he tell you to listen to that song about his mom? I'm like, I don't think he has. Oh, that is mom. To yeah, something about like Judith. Oh, that's a different band. That's a that's a 
same singer, but that's yes. a perfect circle. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, he's like, you should give it a, is it not your thing? It's I'm a like, sad no, story, dude. I, I don't think I'm going to, it's just not when he was playing it for me, you know how you're supposed to react. I'm like, yeah, I, well, I just don't like it. But here's the deal too. I agree with you. A perfect circle is a, um, it's an acquired taste as tool is too. Like if you're not into tool, it takes a little bit, you know, like you, yeah. you have to, he's got a beautiful voice and he can pretty much sing anything. Matter of fact, he should have been in that game that we were playing the other day. Cause he is. He has got oh, a shoot. very Did powerful you get, voice. You got Rob's breakdown, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot to do that. We'll do I that, Rob. Add up, I got to add Donnie Hathaway and um, a few people. But that's I was wondering, real- though, he shouldn't have given that to you. Or, excuse me, I was wondering if he should have given that to you because he now you have time to, you. to think about it. I do have time to think about you know, it. Well, the thing whereas is, before, I wouldn't need to think. When I read it, I yeah. didn't need to think. Okay. You know what I'm saying though? Like you gave those to me and I just had to think off the top of my head, but But you have time to play with it a little bit. If you shoot it to me, I will be able to rattle off who's going to win. If you, we have to add Donnie. I think Lufa's already in there. Um, We have to add, I think we have to add Donnie. Is it, I gotta, I gotta remember, was it men and women? Oh, it was because Alicia Keys is on there. Why is Alicia Keys even on that list? Well, you know, this girl's on fire, Steve. Yeah. Her vocal cords sound like they are. Ooh. Anyway, someone's throwing shade. <laughs> Guy puts out an EP and suddenly he's better than Alicia Keys. Oh no, I'm just saying. Can we? Can we? Okay, we'll we'll hold this off. Maybe that'll be the next Patreon where you'll just rattle off. I don't think she should even be on this list. Like we need to replace her with someone else. Janelle Monet. Let's refine the list. Oh, Janelle Monet. Is yeah, that just me, bro? No, she's okay. with Lapita though. Really? Oh yes, that's a pretty couple. I did not know that. Look it up. I'm pretty sure they're together. Holy sh... You know I'm gonna? <laughs> I'm gonna Have do that fun. right now. <laughs> All right, man. I'm out. All right, brother. Have a great week. I love you guys. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, we've recorded two shows today. You'll get them probably at the same time. My name is Dan Ramirez. That guy over there, Steve Hudson. Thank you for your patience. And we're back and we're going to keep on going and blah, 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 blah. People, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. Peace. <laughs>